You are now listening to The Art of Winning Show with your host and co-host, Eddie Truck Gordon and Miyoko Taylor, two best-selling authors. Eddie Truck Gordon is New York Emmy award-winning fighter, UFC Ultimate Fighter champion. Miyoko Taylor is a celebrity personal development coach and thought leader. Both have mastered the art of winning. It's never too late to tap into your amazing, and remember, success has no age limit. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Art of Winning show. I'm here, Eddie Truck Gordon. My amazing co-host, Mr. Amazing himself, Miyoko Taylor, is actually at a conference. So this is the first one-on-one podcast show of the Art of Winning. So we're making history. Now, I am super excited about our guest that we have today for so many reasons. One, because she's not only a, a business professional woman, but she's also a badass. And you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about in the next two seconds. Without no further ado, I would love to introduce you to Jessica Sargis. And I'm not gonna introduce her. I'm not gonna do her any justice. I'm allowing her to introduce herself. So welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you very much, Eddie. Appreciate you having me. Oh my, the, the pleasure is all ours. Thank you. Um, thank you for having me. I, I reached out to you because um, obviously we're, we're friends and my husband Jason has been coaching you for your camp, but um, I love the positive message that you've been putting out there, um, helping people to motivate and learn skills to achieve in their lives. That's something that I've been uh, very near and dear to my heart for some time now. Um, and uh, it, starting out, you know, growing up and then um, training myself as a, as a fighter as well. Um, just by way of background, I'm a, a former boxer and mixed martial arts fighter, although the former is with an asterisk. I'm convinced me. <laughs> I, you, still, you, still, you still get the edge. You still get the edge. <laughs> I not resist. Um, but uh, so I'm, I was the 2012 Mid-Atlantic Boxing Association 141-pound champion. Uh, I'm 3-0 as an amateur mixed martial artist. I've fought in Pennsylvania and Las Vegas, including at the Thomas and Mack Center in front of a crowd of 20,000 people. Um, and I have, uh, since 2011 to 2014, my husband and I opened Brazen Boxing and MMA, and well, as well as the Brazen Sports Agency in Philadelphia. So I've represented athletes uh, at the pro and amateur level, as well as fought myself. And what I was hoping we could talk to, to a little bit uh, today is one of my major themes, one of my major issues that I work towards is the, the theme of girl and women empowerment. And that was one of the things that I really got to put into place when Jason and I were running our gym. I ran our women's program and saw some really incredible results um, with what combat sports can do for women from every different type of background. So that's where I'm coming from. I absolutely love it. And that kind of leads me right into the first question because you hit it on the head. I don't think that the, the average person can understand you know, what it takes to actually get into a cage, get into a ring. Now, put the shoe on the other foot as a, as a woman. When you first tell people you're a fighter, when they look at you, they're probably looking like, there's no way in the world. She's too smart, she's too pretty. There's no way that this is gonna be a direct correlation. But take us to the, and I like to think of everything as a mindset. Take us into the mindset from the cage, the ring, to actually corporate America. How do they correlate? Well, you have to, you have to have a thick skin in both, 
places. And that's that's one of the core benefits, I think, of training in combat sports and competing in combat sports is that you need to either have or develop or develop more grit, which means that bad things can happen, chaos can be happening around you, but you can focus and you can execute. And that's something that is necessary in the boardroom, in the courtroom, in the cage. You need to be able to execute under fire. You need to be able to roll with the punches literally, and and go out and accomplish your goals. Um, and you need to, particularly as a woman, you need to have the confidence to own your space, to own your intention, and then to follow it through. Because not only just as a combatant, whether it's in the ring or the cage or the boardroom, but particularly as a woman, you are always faced with people who underestimate you, whether it's they underestimate your intellect, they underestimate your confidence, they underestimate your experience, um, or they underestimate your determination. And you, you know, depending on who you're dealing with and what context, you can play it different ways, but knowing that most frequently you are underestimated is both infuriating and empowering when you understand that that's their deficit and that's something that you have an advantage over them. You know that they underestimate you. They're not aware that they're doing that. Now, I love this mindset that you got, that you have. How did you develop it? Was there like a, a mentor or a leader, you know, somebody that, that you can look to that, that kind of lit that fire, lit that spark in you? Because I feel that we always have somebody that, 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 that kindles that fire. Is there anybody in particular that, that you could, that, that comes to mind? Well, I've been very, very lucky. I've had a series of mentors throughout my life. My first number one was my mom. My mom is a badass. She is just, she was, she was the child of the sixties. Um, she fought for her place the, her entire life. She was very smart. She grew up in, in a tiny, tiny town in the southern tier of New York where she went to school with the same 20 kids her whole life. And she kept track of every single one of their grades. And in high school, she knew she had the best grades of everyone and they tried to give the valedictorian spot to another boy. And she said, no, no, no. Wow. Uh, and she she launched a campaign and she said, these are everybody's grades, these are my grades. I'm valedictorian, you have to give it to me. And she forced them to do the right thing. So that was, that was her as a child. Um, growing up, one of my favorite stories to tell, I'm gonna, it, this is a side note, but it, it lets you know what kind of woman my mom is. She went to college at Syracuse University. Freshman year, she went to a house party in town. And, you know, she got into a discussion because she grew up on a farm. She's a tough girl. Um, she got into a discussion with one of the guys there about who would win in a wrestling match. So they decide they're going to go out in the backyard and settle it. She's walking through the party and she sees a very quiet young man wearing a suit. This is 1964 or 65, wearing a suit, just sitting at in a chair in the corner observing the party and he's quiet and he's he's smart looking and she walks over to him sits down in his lap and says hey 
Want to come outside and watch me wrestle this guy? And he nods and he follows her out and that's my dad. Um, so that's, that's how it started. That's the kind of woman she is. So having that kind of role model who is outspoken, who is confident, who sees his life, who's not afraid to be tough and feminine, um, that was my first role model. And then growing up, I had a series of people who reinforced that. You know, she, we grew up in a horse farm, so you can't be, can't be timid around a horse or you're going to get stepped on, you're going to get run over. So I, I grew up dealing with horses, feeding them, taking care of them, riding them my whole life. I had a big brother who was seven years older than me. He would run me. He would play sports against me hard. He taught me how to fight and defend myself when people might have been trying to take advantage. I did kind of get in trouble in third grade where the little boy kept chasing me on the playground trying to kiss me and I was trying to play on the tire swing. You know, so eventually I grabbed him up and I threw him down the hill and I didn't date until late in high school because um, I also went to a small school. Everybody knew the story. So, um, but it's my brother and then my dad who in his own quiet way is one of the strongest and most supported and supportive and, and feminist people that I know. Um, they, they all combined. And then when I met my husband in 2010, um, it just took it to a whole nother level. You know, I don't know if he would describe himself as a feminist, but he is. He is. He just believes, he wants people to do their best. And he has a soft spot for anyone who's marginalized, anyone who faces challenges, um, who, who people have bullied or who feel like they're not enough. He wants those people to feel like they're enough and he wants to give them the tools to be the best that they possibly can be. So meeting him um, and having him um, help me merge my boxing skills into a complete mixed martial art athlete at the same time that he's encouraged me to excel in every aspect of my life um, has been amazing. So the, those are the major ones. That That is like, that is the art of winning. That's what this show is about. It's about winning in all aspects of life, not only sports, not only in corporate America, but in life in general. And I'm really, really fortunate, guys, because I will let the cat out the bag. Jason, Jessica's husband, is now one of my lead striking coaches in I'm mad at myself because I didn't take advantage of the opportunity having that resource around. And I think I'm a good judge of character and everything that Jessica just said, hit it on the, on, on, on the button. And that's what I love because I like to tell people that you're going to be successful if you surround yourself with good, strong people that are not going to be toxifying. It's almost like, like if you drop one little leaf in, in, in a pool, it's going to contaminate it. And all that gallons and gallons of water is going to get cloudy, get foggy, and you're going to be stuck trying to try and clean it up. It's the same thing in the in, in world and life and the environment. So when you find good people, you have to surround yourself. And that takes us back. I think you kind of answered the question about your family environment. It seems like you came from a really, really solid, solid family. And I'm really now afraid of your mom. She's definitely a, a badass. And I'm a mama's boy. So I can definitely, you know, take that to heart. Now, for the listeners listening, Jessica, before I forget, because I got adult ADD, and I love to go on tangents, please tell all of our listeners where they can follow you because I'm fortunate enough to know you now and I've been checking out a lot of your posts. Everything, the energy that you give off is positive. So I want our listeners uh, to, to find out where they can get you. 
on Instagram or Twitter, um, and I'm, I'm happy to, to connect. And any other um, LinkedIn, I'm Jessica L. Richmond on LinkedIn. Um, still using my, my maiden name as my legal name for right now, uh, but uh, those are the three areas. Now, listeners, you probably, you're listening, if you listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, you can't see Jessica. She's a very attractive young lady. If she tells you she fights, you probably would think that she's joking, but she's not giving herself enough credit. She has stepped in the ring with some of the baddest women that you see fighting in UFC, Bellator, CFC. She's trained with some of the best, and I'm not going to call out any names and put nobody on the spot. But Jessica has shined. I'm telling you right now, if she wasn't taking people down in the courtroom, she'll be taking people down in the octagon, no doubt about it. What got you into like mixed martial arts? Because you're obviously smart, you're pretty, you're successful. How did how did you get into the actual ring, the cage?
Jason is the reason why I developed the skills that I have and any deficits are my own because I haven't learned them well enough. I love that because everything you said, it hits home because I tell people all the time that fighting is an art and it allows you to, to, to be yourself. I think every single person should at least get one fight, not professional fight, at least one fight, to just to just to see how it, it's like the, the truest form of being a gladiator. Now, this is intriguing to me because you brought up something really, really good that I never thought about. You know, you coming into work with a black guy with bumps or bruises and worrying about what other people think, like that's a, that's a major issue, especially you being a lady because Nine out of ten times when somebody's in a, whether they're abused, whether they're hurt, they always come up with an excuse. But yours is not an excuse. You actually be generally true. How did you how did you mentally deal with that? Because that's a big, huge obstacle. A lot of people are afraid to be themselves. And you step outside of the box tremendously in a very, very competitive, and I'm gonna say it, a male-dominated industry when you talk about like big time lawyers. So how did you get that mind frame and, and be so strong to overcome all of that?
I love it. I love it. And that is powerful because if anybody could take anything from this amazing, this is a wealth of information that you drop on just women empowerment, being yourself, being authentic, living and finding that the inner meaning in your life and not what somebody else wants you to be in life. This is absolutely groundbreaking and I love it. I have a surprise for you. We give every single guest, we give them the floor and we're truly believers in, you know, if you motivate somebody or even inspire them and, and, and nothing, and you don't give them something tangible they can actually physically do, then it's just that, it's just motivation. We wanna give them, our listeners, something they can do physically today that's going to, to better themselves for tomorrow. Now, we're gonna, I'll give you the floor. You're gonna issue a challenge, something our listeners can do, something maybe that you've done in the past that able to, to allow you to be successful. So the floor is yours. I'm gonna get out of your way and you can issue a challenge to all of our listeners and they have to do it and I'm gonna do it myself. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So I have I have different advice for different people. It, my advice for, for non-fighters is different than the advice that I would give you. For non-fighters, for everyone, particularly for women, I think everyone needs to learn how to throw a good punch. Um, you need to be able to throw it with intention and with power. And you need to use your whole body, not just your arm, your whole body. So go to YouTube, find a tutorial. I, I recommend uh, Freddie Roach. Uh, Teddy Atlas, find a tutorial on how to throw a jab and a straight, a one and a two, and learn and master those punches. If you don't have a heavy bag at your gym, you don't have gloves, you can do it in the air, but learn the body position. Learn that you have to rotate your hips and keep your abs tight, and then rotate your shoulders, and that your fist is like the punctuation at the end of the sentence that the rest of your body has started. Learn how to throw a punch and mean it, and it will change the way that you look at the rest of your life. For for fighters, I you've learned how to throw a punch and, and mean it. And the, the best thing that I can say for a fighter is to, if you don't already have a way to get outside of your outside of yourself and focus on your goals, Start to go for a walk in the woods or a walk wherever you are with your favorite music, with whatever inspires you and just be present in your body. Be present in the moment. If it's going for a run, be present. Feel every part of your being and be focused on being you and, and going towards a goal, whether it's I'm going to run up this hill or I'm going to I'm going to run three miles at a better time than I ever have. Or, you know, I'm going to listen to my music. I'm going to go to my gym and I'm going to I'm going to lift those 10 pound or 20 pounds or 30 pound weights uh, 20 times. Set a little incremental goal for yourself and need it. And the more that you do that on the regular basis, you're going to find that you're going to continue to keep setting harder goals for yourself because you're like, I've accomplished this. I've climbed that mountain. And then when you do that physically, when you do that in something that is very tangible, you'll be able to take that mindset from 
there from the physical realm to your interpersonal life, to the boardroom. So when someone looks at you and expects you to wither in a meeting or in a negotiation or when you're trying to buy a car and you don't wither because you remember that you've accomplished those goals, you've accomplished greater goals every day, every week, whatever it is, then You don't have to wither away when someone's trying to bully you or get the upper hand or make you think that you're less than. You have that, you carry that with you and now you get to ask for that promotion. You get to ask for that discount. You get to ask and be heard because you're you're throwing your whole being into what it is that you want. So those are my recommendations. Set incremental goals and get after them. And if you don't know how to throw a one, two, learn it, it will change your life. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. That was so powerful. Throw a one, two, be present. That is so powerful because I think all of our listeners are going to get so much from that. It's more than just fighting. I love to tell people, and we're going to end with this. I love to tell people, we're all going through a battle. We're all going through a fight. So now you just added a little twist to that. If you're going to be in a fight for life, why not not to throw a punch? Go out there and learn it and be present in the moment. Thank you so much, so much, Jessica. You're awesome. I learned so much more about you today. I'm super excited. And thank you to all of our listeners. We made history today. This was the first one-on-one on the Art of Winning show. Uh, my, my, my co-host will be back, Miyoko Taylor. I'm sure he's going to be super disappointed because he, he was looking forward to this. But we're going to have you back on because I feel like we just scratched the surface. There's so much more that we could talk about. And I am so grateful for you. Thank you so much, Jessica. Before we sign off again, please just give our listeners real quick again your tags so they can go and follow you because if they if they follow you, they're going to learn to throw a punch. They're going to learn to, 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 to defend themselves in a cage and more importantly, take over to the, the boardroom. <laughs> very much all right so you can look for me on instagram at lady j-l-i-n-y you can look for me on twitter at jess sargus j-e-s-s-s-a-r-g-u-s um hopefully i'm going to be able to make some some rounds i'd love to be able to speak to more women's groups more girls groups more lgbtq groups any group that wants to hear about how to own their power and and get more out of their life I am looking forward to to speaking to you because that's what I want to do. Particularly in this environment right now, I feel like every woman, everyone who feels like they're less than needs to start taking an active role in their communities and in their government and trying to make sure that this is the best community for everyone. So, So hit me up if you've got opportunities and thank you so much for having me, Eddie. This has been a blast. I really appreciate being able to talk with you today. Oh man, I appreciate it. I appreciate you even more because you just named this episode, Own Your Power. I love that. That speaks volumes. Own Your Power. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. And listeners, if you didn't get any value from that, I don't know what in the world you're doing, but that was awesome. Thank you so much for having us and coming on. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you very much. Have a good night.